people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show, and... Oh my god, I just went completely blank right there. Oh, there we go, and another Q&A. Here we go, got someone from Japan, and they asked me, they said, are you lonely because you do not have a woman that you can hold every night? I like that question. I like it. See, the thing is, guys, and I'm gonna tell you about the really funny story, as I promised you guys in my previous podcast. So here we go. Um, oh my god. So... The thing is, man, I like what Gary Vee said about, you know, in terms of work-life balance, because he said, you know what, I need, because if you look at what Gary Vee's doing, it has to be in sync with, of course, the other woman. So he's not there 24-7. He's out making meetings, business deals, doing this, doing that. He gets home very late. He doesn't see his kids too often. You know what I mean? Except on weekends and doing this and doing that on holiday and stuff. But he has a very, very relentless schedule. So if you look at it this way, I had a, about two, three, what is it? About two, three, what the hell am I talking about? It's about two, three days ago. I had one of my friends come over. You know, uh, we met at the mall. Terrible food. Uh, and then we, uh, we came back. We watched the movie and stuff like that. It was 6 p.m. And then I was like, okay. 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 And she's like, what, you want me to go home? I'm like, well, I don't want to be rude, but I got a couple things I need to do. You know what I mean? I mean, no offense. I mean, I got things I need to write. She's like, oh, I won't bother you. I was like, no, because if you come to my place and I'm over here on my MacBook writing, that's disrespectful. Okay? I'm not going to, I didn't ask you to come all the way down here for me to just sit on my MacBook and do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? I got things I got to do, man. I really do. So she just, uh, she got a little bit angry. <clears throat> and yeah, she went on to say a couple of things, whatever. But uh, the thing is, it's kind of like what happened. Rada, okay, one of my close Indonesia friends, she's like, hey, I don't necessarily believe in that. I don't believe that you could be too independent. And I'm like, thank you. Um, but there was a girl two months ago by the name of Zern. Uh, I guess you could say who I kind of basically a little bit dated. And she was telling me, she's like, oh, well, you, you know, you're just too independent. You're too this, you're too that. We don't see each other often. I'm like, see, oh my God, I need someone who fits the schedule as me. I, gotta, I need someone that fits the schedule like me. Yes, would I like to have someone who I come home to, you know, every evening? If that bond is really there, absolutely, probably, I don't know. You know, I've never had that. Well, I did have that feeling like, oh my God, 10 years ago when I first met Satomi Nakagawa. Oh my god, the purposeful relationship. You guys can tune into that podcast. But yeah, man, when I met her, man, I thought everything was amazing. I really thought it was. Until, of course, hell broke loose. And, you know, she did a couple things. She went to Guam. Whoever goes to Guam. She met a guy there, did this, did all this other stuff. You know what I mean? But I had those feelings. But since then, I've never really had those extreme feelings that I did for someone. Zern, I think I was developing it. And then she shot me down. And then she started investing, and then I was kind of put my guards up, and then I invested a little bit more, and then she put her guards up. So by the time it went back and forth a couple of times, we were just I just said to myself, I was like, oh my god, I don't think this is going to work because this is fluctuating too much. Now, if we were just on the rise from the very beginning, probably it could have worked, but I mean, no, I'm not lonely because, I mean, a lot of people, oh my god. So here we go. You guys want the story? I'm going to give it to you. Oh my god. Here we go. <sighs> This is this is so weird. You know, I'm still sitting here a day after. Now, you guys, of course, are going to be listening to this uh, 
Wednesday evening, but this is on, um, what the hell, uh, this was on, uh, what is it, Monday evening? What, what, today's Tuesday, right? Yeah, this is Monday evening, so this is, of course, January 1st, and I believe it was still the year before, and I finally got the January 1st information I did this morning. Anyway, so I met this person, right? doesn't really matter how I met her or whatnot, but I met her, talked to her on the phone. I did hear a couple of things uh, that I should have just trusted my instinct, and I should have just blocked her right then and there, but I didn't. I was, and then she invited me for a coffee, so I went out there for a coffee or well, whatever. Went to a coffee shop in the middle of the madness uh, in one of the nastiest places, of course, in Bangkok where there's just like prostitutes everywhere, but there's a lot of foreigners too. Nice little coffee shop. We're sitting there. I meet her. She's like, oh, my God, how, did, how could you not find this place? Did you get lost? And I'm like, okay, for the first time meeting someone, you don't say that. You stand up. You say, hey, what's up? Hey, nice to meet you. You smile. You know what I mean? She had that kind of – I'm just going to call it how I see it. She had that bitch look on her face. Excuse me. Excuse my language. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. That was just so unnecessary. But it's the truth. She really did. She didn't smile. She didn't shake her hand. Nothing. You know? Oh, my God. So I sit down, and, you know, I was telling her about, you know, this and that, this and that. And a couple of the comments she made, she's like, oh, my God, you talk too much. She's like, when was the last time you spoke to someone face-to-face? Is this why you're talking so much? I know a lot of you guys are probably right now saying, oh, my God, what a bitch. No, I talk a lot because that's my personality. I'm a goddamn radio, not a radio voice, I am an influencer, I'm a podcaster, I'm a person that has lived a lot, I've seen a lot of shit, and I am a speaker, duh, but I didn't say that to her, but I'm just kind of, at at first I thought it was just like a really sour joke, say a really crash joke, say, oh, do you have friends? I'm like, are you, no, that's just a joke, okay, all right, I, I, I don't understand your personality, but that's just a joke, so... I remember I was talking about, you know, the whole job thing, of course, not getting the email back right now. And if I don't get the email back, she's like, well, why don't you just apply for international school? That's not my goal. I don't give a goddamn about 5,000 U.S. dollars minimum making, you know, just teaching the same regurgitation of information that has been being taught for over 150 years at a bullshit-ass international school. Excuse my French. That's what I told her. And then... And then after that, uh, you know, I talked to her a little bit more. So funny because with a real friend, obviously this is just a dumb uh, a bimbo that I met. Um, but <laughs> uh, real friends would say, Arsenio, check this out. The guy that you're waiting on the email from, he's on, you know, vacation right now. He's going to email you back soon. It's all good. Just chill. Relax. If you don't feel that he is, you know, get prepared for the next step. What's the next step? And I said, okay. Uh, you know, probably going to Costa Rica or Honduras because then I pretty much ran out of all options here in Thailand, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so it just kept going on and on and on, and, you know, but it, not even. I mean, after that, probably like 30 seconds later, she's like, oh my God, I'm getting annoyed. I'm bored. And I was just like, what a bitch. And you know what? She was so egotistical. She's like, see, when you get very good at your job, people are going to want you. And this is like this big, massive well of a human being. No offense, no offense. She just thought she was just so beautiful. And I'm not making fun of people who are overweight out there. I don't give a damn if you're overweight, underweight, this or that, okay? But how can you be so egotistical? But then when I, when she's like, oh, you work out. I don't like working out. I get bored. I'm like, oh, oh my God. So anyways, okay, so we, okay, so this is the real crazy shit right here. 
I felt that she wasn't Thai. Her accent was very off. So I'm like, okay, she doesn't have any grammatical errors in terms of her lexical phrases and stuff like that and the way she's speaking. What the hell's going on? I mean, seriously. So then I started asking myself, I was like, huh, this is interesting. And then I asked her, I was like, hey, are you Thai? And you know what? I'm so good with people, right? So what happened? I remember her looking at something. She looked to the right of the table. She grabbed her phone. She's like, I need to go to the restroom. She got up and she went to the restroom. She completely blew off the question. And I'm like, that's really interesting. So I look out the window. I'm like, this bitch is straight out crazy. No offense. Sorry. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm just saying, figure, you know, literally with this particular person. Um, because she was acting like a dog at the time anyways, with those ridiculous ass comments. So she came back. I blew it off again. Then we went to a bar to go get a drink and it was a loud bar where there was live music and it was just so annoying. I was like, uh, you know, I kind of want to talk, you know what I mean? But it was, you know, whatever. And so then I asked the question again. I was like, you're Filipino, aren't you? And she just smiled. And I'm like, oh my God, you are Filipino. You have the same face that my friend Chandre had about 10 years ago. And she was laughing. But then it was so weird. I just, this is, this is the thing. See, I could have left right then and there because then the trust is gone. Because when you can't even admit your nationality, what the hell is going on? Because she made the comment. She's like, yeah, a lot of people think I'm Thai because I speak very good Thai. So are you Thai? She didn't admit it. But then when I said, you are Filipino, she just smiled. And then she, and then after that, she just had like, I swear, I think she's bipolar. Because then she just, I don't know, she didn't swing her head or anything like in a goddamn don't be a menace in South Central, that funny ass scene when Marla Wayans had a girl on top of him and all that. She didn't just go just start swinging her head and say, let's get it on. She didn't do that, but she just, oh my God. It, she just went, okay. She, I said she about 10 times already. She got very defensive. She's like, oh, I thought you were joking. I was just playing along with the joke. Then she started saying, are you Indian? Are you Brazilian? Oh, you are Indian. She, uh, I, I don't know. Guys, I'm serious. I'm just telling you from what she said. This is what my ear, my own ears heard. I'm like, so she got very defensive when I told her she was Filipino because she made the remark about, her speaking very good Thai. And so then I said, okay, where's your mom from? And this is when I knew she was lying because she was trying to look for activation in the cerebral cortex. Basically, she was looking to the top right-hand corner of her eyes. And that's the imaginative side of your head. And then she looked back down and said, they live at Rama 2. Rama 2's near me. She would have made a comment before about them living there. And I was like, so what do they do? She didn't tell me. I was like, dude, are you motherfucking Thai or are you Filipino? So, oh my God. At that time, I should have just said, you know what, man? I got an emergency. I got to get out of here. But at that time, I was just like, how can someone be so ashamed? I'm like, how long have you been living here in Thailand? For some years already. No, I didn't ask you for some years. Give me a number. How long have you been living here in Thailand? It's an easy fucking... Listen, 
Oh, oh my god. Answer a question without asking one, too. This is simple, basic humanities 101. And you, given your wall of prestige diplomas and everything you've done, and oh my god, I've traveled all over the world, you should be very easy at telling me the goddamn answer. Oh, nope, she didn't tell me anything. I just said, so when were your parents born here? She didn't answer that either. I said, oh my god. So yes, deep down inside, I know she's Filipino, but for some reason she's so ashamed about calling herself Filipino. So there's a really dark gray void area, but there was between us from the beginning. And then this area just got much bigger, bigger, bigger. And then after that, she went to the bathroom again. She came back. I said, hey, let's, okay, let's get the check. Yep. And she kept making comments. I need to get a massage. Cool. Yes. Perfect. Check. She's like, oh, I walk you to that store. And I remember before I left, I tried doing squats in the middle of the store to like annoy the shit out of her. And she did. She's like, oh my God, why did you do that here? Because I did a squat. I literally did just a squat. Right there in the middle of the store. Because I like doing that. I like doing that just to make Thai people, you know, just just for me. I do stuff in society here because I have no saying in what they believe I am. So if it doesn't matter if I wear a suit, they're going to treat me like dog shit here. It doesn't matter if I do this or that. I'm still considered just a Nigerian scammer, although I'm an American teacher. So I do things where it makes other people feel uncomfortable or it can make them laugh. I don't give a damn. But the reason why I do these things in public is to show that I do not give a shit about your opinion. And so when she did that, we, when she said that, I was like, oh, my God, grab the shit. Get out of here. And then she's like, oh, because I kind of forgot the pop talk. She's like, oh, are you just going to give it to Villa Mark? And blah, blah. Just kept making outlandish-ass comments. Gave her a high five. She's like, nice to meet you. I was like, okay, bye. I hurry up, got to my phone, and I blocked her number. Yeah, yeah, I hurry up, blocked her number. It was the most, ins- that was the most bizarre thing that has ever happened. She, rem- that personality, there was so much gray void. Like, she's hiding something. I don't know what it is. But she's hiding a lot. She didn't want to talk about her family life. She didn't want to talk about growing up. I asked her what school did she go to. She named the school. Apparently, she's like, oh, it was one of the best all-girls schools. And I was like, okay. Uh, don't really give a damn. Uh, what university did you go to? Oh, the one over here. And then I named it. And she's like, yeah, that one. And I'm like, dude. And then I wanted to ask her. I was going to ask her, but she just kept talking over me, too. A very, very dominant female personality. Kind of like a Gary Vee personality. Boy, that was bizarre. And I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to take it as. I'm going to take it as basically this happened at the end of the year. And I attracted it to me at the end of the year. Because I believe today is the January 1st. Because I got so much great information. So many great things happened to me this morning. It's only 10 a.m. right now. So, yeah, guys, that's the story. I mean, I would love to hear some of your comments and whatnot, but that was very, very, very bizarre. Um, She would show me pictures of her working, doing this, opening up a hotel, opening up other things, this and that, and traveling to Canada. She's traveled to a lot of different places, but I believe, I don't know, I don't know if she's behind corruption, okay? I don't know. All right, I'm not going to just sit there and say, oh, well, she's corrupted or this or that. That ain't my thing. I, I ain't going to say anything like that. But 
if someone, for all the men out there who have these blind dates or whatever you want to call them, this wasn't even a date because I already knew she was a vi- Oh, my God. And she proved to be, oh, my God, 100,000% worse. But if you can't trust somebody the first time, if someone is so ashamed to tell you their nationality, get up and leave. Don't even bother with that person anymore because now there will never be trust between you guys. If you tell them, hey, don't tell anyone about uh, me jumping over a gate, she's going to tell the goddamn whole world about jumping over the gate. And then she's going to sit there and deny it, saying that she didn't tell anyone that jumped all over the gate. But then you can bring the person that was actually told by her that you jumped over the gate and said, hey, did she jump over? Did she tell you, Margaret, that she that I jumped over a gate? She said, yes, she was still sit there and deny it. Scary shit. Excuse my French. Guys, funny as, oh my God, man, I'm telling you. Whew, afterwards, I was just so startled. I was like, okay, let me do my meditation. Let me snap out of this. Let me get rid of this person. Let me refocus, reaffirm, put my iPhone out of the room. Don't glance at my phone whatsoever. Uh, wake up, get ready. I woke up like at 6.20. It was a little bit late still. I'm still trying to get, uh, yeah, I'm still trying to get in the flow of everything. And yeah, yeah, it was just, uh, guys, it was just bizarre. Oh, my God, man. Oh, yeah, so there you go, guys. That That's the story. That's basically the story. <laughs> Damn. And I know you guys are saying it right now. You guys are probably like, Arsenio, where do you meet these people? <laughs> the worst place ever. And I'm not even going to tell you the website that I met them on, but, yeah, I'll probably never, ever, ever, ever get back on that God, horrific website ever again. I'm not going to tell you what the website was. It was something completely, completely just wrong place, okay? Now, Tinder is one of my favorite places because I met a lot of wonderful people from uh, Indonesia, uh, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, uh, Guatemala. I like meeting folks all over. This is how I network, you know what I mean? I love keeping that type of, you know, that friendship and stuff. If I can keep a friendship, you know, distance and whatnot. But, um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, to her point, she kept saying, uh, do you have friends in Bangkok? Um, no, I just moved here. She's like, oh, you just moved here. Oh, no, she said that before I said that. And I'm like, what is the point that she's trying to make? Does she seriously believe that I don't have any friends? Does she know who I am? And obviously not. She didn't know who I was, but... Oh my gosh, she kept making remarks like that. And I should have just said, uh, you need to ease down a little bit. You're making it sound like I'm a goddamn loner. And so then it came back to the point of my Japanese, of course, my listeners saying, are you lonely? Hell no. Do I have friends? I mean, I've, I've listen, I'm now in an area where I could get friends. I've been living in an area where there's a bunch of people over the age of 40 living here for all the goddamn wrong reasons. And they sit there and they complain about Thailand this, Thailand that, Thailand this, Thailand that. Plus, I'm an African-American in Thailand and Thai women do not necessarily think that black men are particularly fond. So, got it? Holy shit. Rant time. Anyways, shut the fuck up. Oh, so anyways, but I must say, now that I'm at a wonderful gym right now, and I've met some wonderful people, folks from England, folks from New Zealand, folks from over here, over there. I've been meeting folks. I'm going to a big project over here and do this. Man, I've got a lot of great things going on. And so when I do a podcast and I always teach and stuff like that, I go to the gym. I share ideas. I'm around, I'm around so much positive energy. Those are my friends, you know? What, am I going to have a friend? Oh, let's go out tonight. Hell no. I ain't got no time for that. 
Do I got some time for that? Ain't nobody got no time for that. You want to go out? Go out. Oh, let's go to a bar. Why? Oh, because I want to go drink it. Drink at home? I'm not a drinker. Oh, my God. No, that's not who I am. I'm not that person that says, ooh, I got so many friends. Because guess what? I already know from especially last year, dating all the way back to 10 years, that friends, a lot of them are branches. Hell, even the one that just happened most recently, of course, a college friend, she no longer speaks to me because she has that I'm 16, I'm so goddamn angry at my dad syndrome. There you go. Even best friends will turn on your ass and never talk to you again. That's why I don't have that many friends. I am my best friend. I love myself. I love my voice. And I try to influence anyone I come across. I talk to random people everywhere. And you know what? I just share wonderful positive energy. That's all I need. Because when I come home, I'm on the grind. I'm making videos. I'm writing my book. I'm writing blogs. I'm doing a lot of different things to influence people all around the world. Thank you very much. Is that good enough for you? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Now my throat is parched. Guys, I've been speaking for about an hour. So with that being said, there you guys. You guys have the story. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And I am done. That's 22 minutes of crazy mayhem. This is your host, Arsenio. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Tune back into, of course, I got the Napoleon Hill coming up Thursday, Friday. So tune into that. Over and out.